episode of Make More Sales podcast by Gain the Edge, right? The show that explains the truth behind making effortless sales while focusing on your zone of genius. Hey, I'm Jim Padilla, your host. And today we're going to talk about personal growth mindset. Actually, a personal growth set, right? Everything, mind growth. Uh, we'll, we'll get some tips and, and some insights in here from a world-class leader, someone who is one, a, someone crushing it in world, in life, and in business, right? We're going to discuss the ins and outs of enhancing all areas of your personal life. Uh, and we also have uh, some something to offer you at the end of the uh, at the episode. So stick through it all the way through. So you'll have some great ways to connect and get what you need. Before we get started, though, I want to make sure that you follow me on Instagram, right? Jump on to uh, our Instagram account at, at gain the edge now, and then also follow the podcast, right? At make more sales podcast, right? And please reach out and message us. Let us know what questions that you have regarding anything related to sales and scaling and growing your business, or just let us know how you're doing. We care right? We care what you do matters, your business matters, and you deserve to be paid well for it. And there's a lot of things that have to be in place to make that happen. So we want to help you make that go. And, and hopefully that's what's happening here on the podcast. And based on all the feedback, we know that is. So I'm super excited about who we're going to talk to today because uh, he is somebody that has been uh, very near and dear to Cindy and myself uh, in our life. He was a, a former client of ours uh, until we helped him. We, we helped help scale their company with sales so that he got to a place of, of a great exit. And he has actually exited two companies, two eight figure businesses um, in the, in the past you know, five years, which is incredible, right? Rarified air. Um, he has now founded two new companies because he's just a guy who was sold out to making impact and changing lives. One group is called the Food Dog Group, which is a company that helps business owners enhance every, every area of your personal life. Okay. And the other is Business Forge, which is an investment firm that invests in businesses and helps scale towards an exit, which is something that, you know, Cindy and I are in, in that journey now, right? Um, we're starting to get to that place. And it's not necessarily that we want to exit and sell it. It's that we want to make sure that we have a company that is exitable and sellable, right? Because a lot of times, by the time you get to that place, everything's working right, right? You're, you're growing, you're scaling, your optimization, you're not working in the business every day. You've got systems and strategies, process and team that are running it. So you could be at that place and decide, well, this is a perfect place to be. So maybe I don't want to sell it anymore, but I want to make sure that we, all we want to do is be at that place. We want to make sure that this thing is fully sellable so that we have choice. If we keep it and stay in it, it's because we choose to, but we're actually working on building our own network of gain the edge companies that we own, advise, and run in partnership. And so um, you, if this is a conversation that we're in the middle of, and that I think is exciting to you as a company, as somebody who is looking to scale your company, somebody who is growing and scaling. Um, everybody here in the Make More Sales podcast, our audience, we know that you are, are forward-thinking, uh, results-focused, you want more, and just trying to either looking for all the right help to get there or just more encouragement because you're in this incredible run that, you know, the more you start to climb and scale, even if you, you know, at, at six figures, you're already in the top 10% of the, of the, of, of the, well, of the world for sure, but of, of Americans. And, um, and we know that that's not a great living either. Uh, but you're and once you're there, there's not as many people around you who relate to you. And especially as an entrepreneur. So we're here to help. We're here to help make this thing go, and uh, I want to introduce Mike Hagulario, expert, partner, 
colleague, friend, and someone is going to really drop some wisdom on you. So make sure you got something good to write with, pay attention. He's got some great perspectives and, uh, and somebody that you absolutely need to know. So I encourage you to, to dive in, check this out. And then uh, there will be an invitation to get, to get into his world. Please do so and let him know that we sent you. All right. That you heard him on the podcast. So I'll, you are going to uh, really enjoy this interview and let's get rolling. Awesome. Awesome. So glad to have you here, Mike. Really excited. And, uh, you know, we were just talking uh, a minute ago before we, we got rolling about some of the exciting things that you have going on. Uh, but the, the bio and the intro doesn't really do justice for you. And, uh, you know, you're, you're more than just a, a colleague and somebody to us. You, you've got a personal place in, in our life. And, uh, you know, and we, we, we very much respect you and Cindy thinks the world of you. And uh, so we, we're really excited to have you here to be able to share with our Make More Sales community. And most of the people here are in the, in the vibe and the mindset of scaling their companies. We don't tend to work with people who just want baby steps. Everybody here wants a lot more. So um, that's who you're talking to uh, with our audience here. So yeah. say hello to everybody and let's, let's tab, dive into a little bit of, of a little bit of your story. How you got yeah. It. Hey, everybody. Super excited to be with all of you. And what I want to make sure we tackle with all of you today, first off, make sure you got pen and paper ready, because I know we're going to dive into some really cool stuff, is I want to share with you how uh, some of the thinking, some of the things that I've done have helped me create uh, two in the high eight-figure uh, businesses and sell both of them in less than a five-year period. So uh, I'm ready. Let's dig into this, Jim. Absolutely. Uh, great stuff. So um, real quickly, just um, one thing that you talk about a lot that uh, at least that I pick up on is you're, you're tapping into identity uh, yeah. a lot. And I know that's been something that you've been on a journey of just even in, in the times you've been through your businesses. Um, talk about that. What, what role does identity play and, and how important is that in, in this whole process? Yeah, identity is everything. If, if I look and go back in time, um, I'm just uh, a guy who went to a vocational school. I ended up on my own right around 15 years old. And my identity, if I rewind time, just like all of you, and you look back, I look at who I was, like I was mean, I was frustrated, I was upset, I was concerned. I mean, I had at 15 years old, I already had my, uh, my first tattoo, I had a big Afro, a chain wallet. If you don't know what that is, somebody the other day, Jim said, What's a chain wallet? Well, it's a wallet with a big chain that hangs, combat boots and, and a bad attitude. And you know what that was getting me? Everything was framing me um, from all my experiences as a young kid that made me into that. And until I made a decision of, wait a second, is how I am, who I am, my identity, is it going to get me to where I want to go? And for those of you thinking like I'm one of these gurus, they're going to be you're like, oh, I figured it all out from the beginning. No, no, that's not my story. It's like I figured it out after like all the struggles and all the pain and all the mental games. And it took me many, many years. And then it clicked. Hang on a second. And somebody said this to me. They said, you know what, Mike, you can't build a million dollar business with a $100,000 identity. And I was like, huh. And they said, you're not gonna build a $10 million business with a million dollar identity. So then I was started to ask, well, wait a minute, what is this, Jim, what is this identity thing? Like, how does it come about? Well, first you gotta understand what created you today. Then you gotta understand, well, wait, what identity do I want? And I have a new theory. 
My theory is if you, now I created my service company, I built from under a million um, to over 32 million double digit profit in less than 10 years, sold it, walked away the next day, built the highest train, uh, highest level training and implementation organization in the world for the blue collar space called CEO Warrior. When I look at that stuff, I said, oh, this is what I did. I built my identity at somebody that can do 50, $70 million. And I let, I let everything I want catch up to my identity. I'll let that sink in a minute, everybody. Most people are trying to develop their identity as they're going. Oh, I all of a sudden have a company and I have to figure out how to be a better leader. And everyone's telling you to do all this stuff. And let me give you my, my final note here before we break into more things. When you look at identity, I came up with this theory in the last couple of years. Everybody wants to tell you to 10X everything. You've heard this before. 10X, everybody's 10X and everything. What no one's telling you is you have to 20X yourself to 10X anything in your life. You have to 20X your identity. And I'll solve one more thing for everybody. Everybody thinks it's one global identity, Jim. They think, oh, well, and I used to think this too, like, oh, I'll just have this warrior identity. Well, that may not be the right identity when you're trying to nurture a new relationship. Like, hey, nice to meet you, right? It's like, whoa, man, maybe that's a little too much. Identity is something you build and you identify in every area of your life. Your relationship has an identity. Your wealth building has an identity. Your career and business has an identity. And most people, I built a whole training around this called Change the Channel because Everybody's going to these personal development trainings, trying to get one identity at the psycho, and they're wondering why it doesn't all move together. One place they win, the other place they suffer. That's when it came to me and says, wait a second, we have to build identity in every one of these areas. And then you have to learn how to remove the resistance of your old identity and step into the new one. So I know that was a lot. I yeah. hope that was super helpful. No, totally. And uh, we resonate with that totally because we, we do something with all of our clients called a one-page strategic plan so that everything they're going to be doing this year is all bullet pointed here. And, you know, it's avatar, promise, offers, how many of what you're going to sell, all of that. In the middle, it's who do I need to become to make all this happen? That's right. right? So this is where it starts. Once you have this, all, this idea, then it's what kind of a leader do I need to be? What more, what else do I need to learn? Where do I need to grow? All that, because if you don't do that, none of this stuff's ever going to happen. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, in order for something to, to grow, some old thought has to die. Think about that a minute. I mean, when, when you, if you want to build, when I wanted to build a $10 million company, I had to kill the thoughts, which people have today. Oh, it's hard to get employees and there's not enough people and the cost of gas and they have all these thoughts. Well, you can't grow to the level you want without killing something that's no longer serving you at that level. And when you become really good at that, you become, I just posted something on my social media today. You know, it's, you don't have problems. You, you have the lack of asking the best next question, right? Because if you right. ask the next right question, and if the question is, wait a second, what part of me has to shed? What part of me? Because uh, those of you that are listening, be transparent right now, like nod your head. We're talking with you right now, me and Jim. How many of you are living with some form of guilt, shame, trauma, right? And all those things are like, well, I don't know if I deserve 
right? Because your your parents told you on Halloween, like only take one piece of candy and don't be greedy and don't be selfish. And you have all these different things that happen to you and they hold you back. Can I share one great example, Jim? Please do. And I was just going to ask for that because I just third grade it. So like people really I'm, get this. I'm going to simplify it. Okay. When you were a kid, okay, and you were maybe three, four, five years old, and you found money on, on a sidewalk. I use this example all the time. You picked it up. You're so excited as a kid. Mom, mom, dad, look what I found. And they, oh, they're so happy to hug you. And then they said, go wash your hands. That is dirty. Money is dirty. And then you washed your hands. Now, I bet some of you listening, you've already done this to your children. And I bet immediately, once you're counting all your cash, you can't wait to wash your hands because money's dirty. I mean, is it really any more dirtier than the, than the door handle? But the fact is your mind now has embedded in there money's dirty. You're like, no, Mike, I'm I'm level 51. I would never call myself 51 years old. I'm level 51. I get stronger and more powerful just like you every day. You think that that example just went away? Like it's not back in your mind? Some of you right now are going, wait a second. Maybe that's the one thing that's keeping me from making an abundant wealth is I've been programmed as a kid that money is dirty. Let me make one more language pattern just to simplify. Language does create a lot of things. Now, a lot of people, and Jim, I don't know about you. Uh, I've tried it myself. I said, oh, you know, I, I lost 10 pounds, right? And a lot of you listening, did you ever lose weight? Right. Sure. Did it ever come back with a vengeance like times two? Sure. Of course it has. Why? That's the question. Well, I started eating sugar and I started eating, isn't it? What if the thing was that your brain doesn't want to let you down. It's like, hang on a minute. He lost something. Uh, we don't want to let you down. So we're going to find it and we're going to double it for you. You might be going, wait a second, that's crazy. Versus if you said, hey, I released weight. When you release things, it doesn't come back. All of this, all of this, how many of you are great at beating up yourself when you wake up in the morning? Like, oh, it's Monday. You've been programmed that Monday sucks and Wednesday, thank God it's hump day and Friday, uh, thank God it's Friday, and then you're going to do nothing on the weekend, and then you start the pattern because of all this programming today. So give it, give us an example, um, just so people can track. When you say you're going to step into something new, you got to cut something else old out. As yeah. a, as a, as an entrepreneur who's scaling, maybe they're they're in their, they got that six figures, and they're they're really excited about getting to seven. What do they need to, what do they need to embrace, and but more importantly, what do they need to let go? Well, the first thing that you have to embrace is that one, everything that you want is, is at the other side of a strategic and tactical plan, right? It is. And somebody, let me share something that I did myself. I, first off, I paid, uh, I'm sure like you, Jim, I've invested a lot of money, like over $2.7 million in my own education last 15, 17 years. A lot of you are like, what? That's crazy. Well, if you look you know, I did sell a $32 million company and built the largest training and implementation organization. Now you're like, oh, maybe that's not too much money. And through this training, what I started to learn was that a lot of people are learning the right things at the wrong time, right? So somebody said to me, I was like, you know, every time somebody posts a book on Facebook, everybody's like, I got to read the book. And I said, don't read the book. Why? Why? This person said it's a great book on leadership. I said, well, is leadership your biggest problem right now? 
See, this is what's holding people back. I think they're learning a whole lot of things they don't need right now. If you have a culture problem, buy five books on culture, read it till you solve your problem, throw the books out. You don't need them no more. You don't need them, right? If you pick up a book, don't read it to the finish line. You're not in fifth grade no more. You don't get a you don't get an A because you read it. Read it till you got your answer. Get rid of the book. You don't need it no more. You don't need it no more. So this helps people start solving. And, and a lot of people that are stuck in this six-figure things, they they look in and what happens, uh, Jim, is they're they're trying to follow everyone else. I ask myself one phrase. I say to myself, everything that I see that people do, that's great. I say, how can I do it? Everybody better write this down. How can I do it better or different? How can I do that better or different? See, part of getting better results is not doing the same as everyone else because you get drowned by whoever's the big dog, whoever's the big name out there. When you do it different, you stand out. It's the same thing. Like everybody's saying 10X. I said, oh, well, let me tell you what no one's telling you. You get a 20X yourself. You go, okay, that's different. It's just like this, right? I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, they want to, uh, they read the book, The Four Hour Work Week. You, you heard this book, and everybody's like, right. ah, you know, and you go to these training events, and everybody goes, I only work, I only work two hours a week. And I go, oh my God, that is horrible. And they look at me like, what, what do you mean? I said, the fact you hate what you're doing so much that you would only do it two hours a week, we got to get rid of that. And I go, what? See, that's a different way to look at it. Let me give you one more phrase and I'll hand it back over so we go deeper. I always ask myself, like, whose truth is that? Is that my truth or was that my mom's truth? Like, I'm a, I'm a tattooed person. And every time I talk, I, if I, it's a group of 500 people or a thousand people, how many people got tattoos? And I say, you do realize if you want one, you can. You're not 10 no more, right? You're not 10 no more. Your mom, she might not love it. But she's not going to hate you at, at, at level 50 or level 40 years of age. She's not going to, right? The question is, whose truth are you living now? It ties right back to identity. Are you used to living? My dad told me for so many, well, first off, he told me he didn't own the utility company. Did you, did you guys ever hear that? Like, shut the lights off. I don't own the utility company. That's one right. thing he used to say. And the second thing he used to say, Jim, is he used to say, um, hey, money doesn't grow on trees. Exactly. Oh my God, told me that year after year. And then I got to 20 million in my company. I was in my 30s and yeah, probably 35, somewhere around there. And I said to him, that was totally wrong. What if I had lemon trees, apple trees, pear trees? I could just pull them off and sell them for money. Money grows on trees. It is abundant. You know what he told me? This is what, what clicked for me. He said, I only taught you what my dad taught me and what his dad taught him. And I said, holy crap, what if all your, everything that you're trying to build is being restricted by everything you've been told from a kid? What if you started to evaluate that and just made a new decision based off that? And look, how many of you, I'm sure Jim, how many times have you said something and, and you said something to your kids or something, you go, oh my God, sound like my dad. Now, maybe some of that's good. Maybe some of it's not good. Right. So awareness of this is, is always the first step. Um, but what the hell do you do next? How do, how do you do, how yeah. do you actually make a change that is yeah. going to be permanent? Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, everybody runs around saying it's about mindset. 
You know, they say to make a change, I, I, I have to change my mindset. I said, let's just look at that a minute. What about if you poured concrete in your mind, it would be set. Is it really you want mindset or do you really want mind growth? See, the ability is first, if we could go back in time and just identify one thing like, hey, uh, money's not dirty. Money is abundant. And this is where they say mantras and affirmations. A mantra and an affirmation is supposed to only be used to the point that it permanently reframes an old thought. That's it. So if I say money's abundant, money's abundant, money's abundant, money, then I'm not, I'm replacing money is dirty, money is hard, money is difficult. If you start to think about what you're attracting towards you and how you think about it, like I, look, gas, I was just in uh, California like yourself and my daughter looked at gas and she said, holy crap, it was like 670 or something. She goes, that's a lot. And I said to her, um, do you want to know who it's not a lot for? And she said, who? I said, for wealthy people. Wealthy people are not running around talking about the cost of gas. They're talking about how to create something new. So gas, uh, the prices of gas is immaterial. If you believe that everything creates a sense of attraction, then why would you, and everything you focus on grows and expands, why the hell would you focus on a problem instead of, wait a second, let me just take that energy and time and look at it. So I look at a gas station and go, okay, that's the price of gas. I wonder if I could put free advertisement on that. I wonder if there was a way I could get gas for free from that person. I wonder if I can help him grow his company and he would just say, shit, just come here and fill up your tank whenever you want. Like, so it's a point of first step, Jim, It's just recognize when you look in the mirror that everything inside your existence, your life and everything is a reflection. And if I just start changing that reflection in the mirror, everything will change. I know some of you are like, you know what, Mike, F you, you're very foo-foo-y, this stuff. I know what you're thinking. If you had emoji, you'd be flipping me to military. It's okay. Just try it on for like a week and see what happens. Then hit me and Jim up and go, okay, wait a second. That's changing the game. Totally. That's, you know, everybody listening here had you, everybody's been impacted by the COVID response in the last couple of years and of some sort, and just being, even if it's just, you know, the way you've lived or moved through your days. And one of the things that we noticed right away was that if everybody's going to be at home, then that means business has to be online. So our first thought was how do we adjust what we're doing and add solutions for people online and or for getting them online and then what are the things that what are the problems that will have to be solved then and how do we start solving those before those problems even occur just paying attention that you know or we could have said holy crap you know how are we going to do all these events online now and it's like we just you just start immediately adjusting instead of complaining about the problem yeah if you look jim like i i always think um things are not difficult but they're different and we did it too, right? We, we, I was running a training and implementation organization. We were doing 35 three-day events a year in person, had our own 15,000 square foot building. And then we immediately went to 35 three-day online events. And everybody's all oh, this, uh, uh, hang on a minute. Everybody's getting Zoom fatigue and stuff. I said, uh, well, I don't know. Are they getting Zoom fatigue or you just suck at delivering over Zoom? I don't know. Because we're still doing it. 
And, and we don't have Zoom fatigue. It, it's a nice, fresh little term that you want to say. And you think everybody's not going to want to attend no more. No, it's not. It's not. Look, whatever you create as your truth will be, will be your truth. I personally, um, look, there will always be something else that will be different. This is like, uh, like for young people on here, like that didn't live through 2008, which was a recession, closest thing to Great Depression. I never had a down year. I never had a flat year. The minimum I made was an extra million a year in any business I had. I'm not saying it to brag. I'm saying I knew that there's something else coming. You should know that this is this pandemic was just training. And then there was 9-11 and then there was wars and there was recessions. I lived through multiple recessions. You only suffer when you don't think about what could happen in the future. Some of you should just sit here and go, wait a second, what's that? Which is, I don't know if you're doing this, Jim. I'm, I'm kind of a little freaked out over it because I never did it, but I'm going to be doing a talk for uh, Dan Martell. And he says, we're doing it in the metaverse. And I'm like, shit, I've never been in the metaverse. So, okay. And he's got, I got goggles and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Do you think that's going to go away, everybody? Do you, do you think it's going to just disappear? Do you think like these things? No. Will they be around? We don't know. But we know it will be different and you get to prepare. Let me prepare you for some. And Jim, just so you know, like when the pandemic came in, I was already ready because anybody who lived through the election we went through that did not think something of, I actually thought it'd be a fake alien invasion. People still think they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, well, it would be a good one. You want to freak and scare the shit out of people? Alien invasion would be a great one. Okay, so we got a pandemic instead. Well, guess what? There's a good chance you'll, you'll have an economic change. Those that are prepared, you're building your brand. You're building your online presence. You're doing what Jim teaches you. You're doing what you're hearing from me. You don't have to worry about that. Forget about pivot. You have to pivot when you're late. When you prepare, there's no pivoting. There's just shifting. That's it. There's just shifting. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, you know, 2008 impacted us because we, we weren't ready. I was part of the problem. I was in mortgage at the time, getting right. fat and happy, putting bad loans on people. <laughs> uh, and then we lost everything. And so that is what set us up to win in this time around. I was like, yeah. I will never be taken out by another recession yeah. or bad moment. I'll be prepared for it so that in those times I'll thrive and make yeah. sure that we're okay. So yeah. that we can help other people. I mean, that's really what this all comes down to. So let's uh, let's let's take a couple of minutes and talk about um, what's what's the solution. How do we get? Do you have you have a five step process, a three thought? What's what's your key thought that you can give everybody to take today to say, okay, I can do this. Look, I, I'm a big believer on the simple SWOT analysis and gap analysis. You can't go wrong with those fundamental things, right? The gap analysis is where are you, where do you want to go, and how do you get there? And some people look at it as a big swoop. It's not. It's a ladder of pieces. And if you look at most people, they just they don't get real about what's really going on in their life. So they don't want to look at their relationship. They don't want to look at their health. They, they just don't want to focus on it with clarity and go, okay, let me get real. Here's where I am. I eat too much of this. I communicate like that. You have to face the mirror. I'll give everybody a challenge. I'll be surprised. Let's see who will do it. My instructor told me, I trained martial arts. It's over three decades since I'm 15 years old. 
And my instructor says, I'm going to give you something that's going to be very difficult and you probably won't do it, which was like challenging. Like I'm challenging you. He says, you're going to go and stare in the mirror for 20 minutes straight. No noise. Tell everybody just go in the bathroom and you're just going to look at yourself for 20 minutes. Then you're going to report back to me. I had no idea. Five minutes in, my eyes are blinking. Ten minutes in, I'm crying. I'm, I'm like having conversations. Fifteen minutes in, I'm freaking the hell out going, when's 20 minutes going to come? 20 minutes are there. I don't want it to stop because I'm getting so much clarity about what I see. Watch how people avoid this, Jim. I guarantee most people listening to this, you cannot remember seeing yourself in the mirror this morning. You probably looked when you brushed your teeth, but you can't remember it. Why is that? Because people have been trained to look away instead of look at. So the first step is let's really look at where we're at without any judgments. I tell people of the world, get curious, less judgmental, more curious. Get curious about yourself. Now, clarity where you want to go. People are like, oh, I want, and Jim, I used to do this. I used to speak in front of a big group, thousand people or whatever. And I go, who wants more money? All the hands go up. And I would take a dollar out, give it to someone, say, you're done, you can leave. I go, no, 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 wait a minute. I, I want more money. Oh, so I pull out a 20. Here's a 20. You can leave. And they go, no, I want a lot of money. I said, I don't know what more money. I don't know what a lot of money is. Clarity has to be how much money. Where do you, they say, I want $1,000. Okay, where? When? Do you want it when you die? Do you want it now? Do you want it in your bank account? Do you want it in the form of crypto? You have to get such level of clarity. Then you get strategic and tactical. Now, the simple SWOT analysis, right? And we built something called the SWOT Plus, but I'll give you the fundamentals because some of you, one thing I love, Jim, is to tell you a term, but I want to simplify it because I used to go to business trainings and they would go uh, ROI. And I'd be like, the only dummy in the room, I'm like, I don't know what it is, right? It's return on investment. I'm like, why didn't you just say return on investment, right? For people like me to get it. Simple SWOT analysis, right? Strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. What are your strengths you have right now? And I'm a believer, leverage it. What do you perceive are your weaknesses? Oh, I'm an introvert. Like I'm actually an introvert by nature. People don't realize that. I come out of my introverted self because tough to change the world from a closet, right? right? Now, opportunities, forget about opportunities. Like it is abundant. It is, I, I know some of you may not feel it is, or maybe you do, but there is. And threats, well, look, COVID, recession. Now, threat doesn't mean we have to accept it. It just means we prepare for it and we think ahead of it. So if you use those two simple formulas, they will move you forward really, really fast. And look, I'm a big believer in listening to podcasts. I'm honored to be here. And, and I've been honored to be a client of Jim and Cindy's. They have done amazing things uh, for our organization. I'm, I'm just a believer in if you want to cut the curve, find the person that you resonate with, work with them, solve it. That's, that's my secret. So besides martial arts, if people say, what's the number one thing, Jim? I go, look, martial arts, only place I know that develops uh, physical fitness, mind, body, spirit. It creates discipline and focus. But besides that, cut the curve, find somebody, learn from them and implement like a madman or woman. Totally agree. I, I, I say that all the time. There's a lot of people teaching a lot of very similar things. Find the people that you really resonate with and go deep with them until this thing is solved, commit right. and follow. So on that note, uh, how do you solve all this? And what, you know, tell us about the Food Dog Group and your new venture here and 
How yeah. can people get connected in? You know, I, I created first a company called After the Service Company in New Jersey. If anybody's from Jersey, I just met somebody who goes, you could always tell Jersey people. I was like, well, what does that mean? He goes, well, I'm from Jersey. I was like, oh, I got it. After that, when I built the service company, I thought I solved everything, Jim. I thought I solved it. If I could just teach people business alone, we're done. And guess what happened? I started to teach people how to grow their business. Five million, 10 million. And then they got divorced. 5 million, 10 million, they got diabetes. 5 million, 10 million. I had a client die a year ago, 50, 52 years old. Just started saying, wait a second here. If you look at a life wheel and there's 10 pieces, everybody focuses on this career one. Yeah, it's important. It pays for things. It's the nine tenths. That led me on a mission to go, wait a second. Let me help solve the problems that I learned, right? And that's why we came up with food dog, which are these imperial lion dogs, right? And there's a, a, a male and a female, which creates balance. And what we do today is we look at people, and I always say this, if you want to supersize something, you got to superhuman yourself. If you want to supersize your business, you got to superhuman yourself. So we bring a perspective from food dog group um, where we help people look at every area and then we're answering the questions. We're giving them the resources. We're giving them the knowledge and, and we're giving it away like this, where we're talking to each other with no judgments and no egos. Cause man, I could tell you, Jim, I'm sure like you, I've been in too many groups and too many rooms and too many places where you're either intimidated or you feel incompetent or, 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 or you don't feel you're worthy. And I found out when you put people in a room where we're all equal, I'm the, I'm the, look, I'm not here. I'm no, I'm not impressed with myself. I'm no different than any of you. I just learned a lot of different things to move forward. And that's what we do at the food dog group. If we could ever serve anybody and I'm not here to pitch anybody. If I'm a fit and you like intense people that can help move you forward, that are willing to give hurtful truths and not just uh, comforting lies. Like we're probably not going to sing a lot of Kumbaya together. We're going to get massive results and change the game for people. That's just what we do. Look, we're going to impact a million people or more in a decade or less than 100 countries or more. Not because we have to, because we want to, because that's what's going to change the world today. Amen. Totally love that. Uh, and guys, when you go in the show notes, all of his, all of Mike's contacts are in there. You can get them on, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. And there's a link to their Facebook group. And I want to encourage you to jump in there. Um, we, like Mike said, we worked with them we were blessed to, to have him as a client for a couple of years. And there's a couple of things that I really learned to, to respect and appreciate about this process, because obviously, as you just talked about, he exited a couple of companies. We were part of one of those, um, those ventures. And, and I say this with nothing but absolute love and respect. He wasn't perfect and his company wasn't perfect. He's done a lot of things well. There, even in the middle of all of this growth, there were all kinds of things that weren't working, all kinds of things that didn't go as planned. And it went fantastic, you know, to have right. a figure exit that is setting, uh, you know, he set up his, himself for life for, for, for generations and still doing more. And I only say that to all of you to stop waiting to get it done right and just start getting it done right? Find people like Mike that you can jump into and have him be able to, he, he has forgotten more things about business than most of you have even learned yet, right? So sit at the feet of people who have done it and, and find people you can run with. Mike, Mike is not the kind of guy who's just going to sit around. You're going to be running with them, right? So that's what we want to want to 
to, to help you guys all get access to. We're always bringing people to you that we know can help you see things different, see things at a bigger level and take massive action because you need to get it, you need to get that done. And, you know, we were just talking with a client um, this weekend and she has a colleague in a mastermind group who's 60 years old, 60 level 60. And, um, you know, version 60, as my daughter would call it, she just turned, she just turned version 335. So she called herself version 3.5. But um, the thing that she was sharing was at 60 years old, or six level 60, she has generated, you know, tens of millions of dollars. And she had this real revelation that she could have easily done 10 times more that had she only intended to. Yeah, like it was just I did just as much work at 10 million as I yep. could have done at 50 million. I just never intended to go to 50. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And, and why you guys are listening, let me, let me share something like stop putting put people on pedestals and put yourself next to them because everyone out, every one of you out there have a skill set that's better than mine, better than Jim's that you could be leveraging. And we have skill sets maybe better or enhanced than yours. So if you stop looking at everybody on a pedestal and trying to kiss their feet and start looking inward at yourself and saying, you know what, I can do this. Let me build a plan. Let me execute on the plan. And let me get people that could help course correct me. Because you, Jim, you know, a lot of people, they build great ideas that have things that just don't make sense today. And they spend a lot of time doing it and they miss out. Like find someone who's going to help you and really move the needle. You, everybody could do this. And if you have any dark days and you're in a dark place, you know what? Facebook message me. I'm a non-judgmental person. I will just give you some insight, move you on. So let's not make this a, a drive-by. Let's make this a relationship building for all of us here. Absolutely. Please do that, guys. Reach out and get connected. Um, if you're listening, you know, while you're driving, you know, make the intention, go back into the show notes, get connected, find that Facebook link, get into that group and find Mike there, find me there. Um, I do want to tap into one more thing. I know I want to wrap this up, but yeah. um, as, an, as, a, as somebody who has exited a couple of companies, you're, you're now in a, in a certain class of people and I, not necessarily from the revenue side, just from the action side, because you've done something that most people in the world will never do. Yeah. And I'm always fascinated by small percentages categories like the cruise industry. Cindy and I used to own a travel company, travel agency. And I was stunned to find out that the entire cruise industry is supported by 13% of Americans. Wow. 87% of Americans have never been on a cruise and never will be. 13% yeah. of them are like lifelong cruisers, mm. right? What percentage, uh, you know, I don't know what the number is. I know it's small of people who exit, but what's different about them? What's different about people who are in that category? Yeah, I, I think the difference is, um, first off, they realize that evolution and ascension is, is not a choice. It's a process that happens as you grow. And everything that I exited out of is because I evolved to a bigger purpose in the world. When I was growing a service company, my purpose was a lot of personal. I wanted to make wealth. And then I wanted to change how service was done in New Jersey. And then I started to find out that everybody I was talking to, you ever, all of you, do you ever get around, things are going good, you get around a bunch of friends and it's like, uh, they're like, oh, things are crappy and you dim your light. That started to happen. So I was like, man, the blue collar spaces effed up. People like, I'm so excited. I'm growing. I'm doing millions and millions of dollars. And they're broke. So I was like, okay, it's my responsibility to evolve and change this. So that happens. 
And then what happens is I did that and I changed the whole, I believe I changed the plumbing, HVAC, electric, blue collar space, the way they do business, the way they think about it and, and deliver. I believe I've impacted the industry for the next thousand years. But then there's a point you start to look, well, wait a second. This part's broken with humanity now. So I think people in the 1% are recognizing that their evolution is ready to solve the next problem. And at the point you create, I've created movements in everything I did. Because when you create a movement, it keeps going long past you. And that's all I wanted to do. Amen. And I think that's how people think. And, and when you do, look, let me break one more paradigm for you. This will be tons of value. And I know we got to wrap this up. People want to tell you, Jim, like you're going to be like the five or six people you surround yourself with. You've heard that before, right? Yep. Uh, part of that's true. Part of it's not. If you put me around five broke ass people, I don't become broke. They become wealthy. See, that's how the top percentage thing. The other thing is it's, it's not who you're around. It's how you are around them. Write that down, everybody. It's not who you're around. It's how you're around them. This is how this uh, probably maybe now I'm in the 0. 0.000 something percent, but it's only because I keep accepting my own evolution and I don't let anybody stop me. I let them grow with me. I let them, I let them grow with me. If they're not growing with me, we're probably growing apart. Right. So um, I hope that hits you guys. And, and this is super helpful for you because I'm rooting for every single person. Yeah, that's really sink that in guys. Let that, let that absorb. Um, my stepdad growing up, he was, he had two outfits. He had Levi's uh. Levi jeans. He had his good jeans that he wore to work and he mm -hmm. had his, grungy jeans for working on the car on the weekend. That's yeah. all he ever wore. And he drove a 1975 Chevy Scottsdale pickup. And every, every month he would buy a new car to work on it, fix it up and sell it. So if you watch this guy drive around, all he ever, he was, he had his beard. He loved hunting and fishing, always driving with back in the day with a Budweiser and a beef jerky. <laughs> and you never, ever would have guessed by looking that he was worth millions. Yeah, I got beef jerky. This thing here. <laughs> it's so funny you said that. It's called chomps. It's uh, they call it. And talk about a positioning, Jim. Their their thing is all stick without the ick. Brilliant, <laughs> cool. uh, brilliant marketing. Brilliant marketing. So, uh, and the reason I share that is because you just you don't know. You don't know who's in front of you. You never know who you're sitting next to on an airplane. You never know who's who is on whose list you're on and who is on your list. That's right? right. Just show up and serve and let things take over. I've been in a lot of environments with a lot of, you know, millionaires and billionaires. And that's where we spend our time because it's what we're consistently striving for. And I have yet, I am always fascinated how the, we won't get into political discussion, but I'm so tired of hearing the capitalism's about greed. I don't know any greedy capitalists. I know yeah. a lot of capitalists who crush it in life because they are helping people at scale and solving yeah. big problems and just keep focusing on that and let the rest take care of itself. So don't focus on, I need to make 10 million this year. I need to make a hundred million this year. Focus on how do I help a thousand people and yeah. start with the ones that are next to you or the ones that are in front of you. And Mike is uh, Mike Aguilero is, is a perfect example of all that. He's a badass. He's a badass in life and he's a badass in business. And he is one of the most generous people that you're ever going to meet. Right. Thank and you. So 
keep keep rolling with that. I, I appreciate you, man. Total uh, honor to have you here, and really yeah, really glad you. that we're we're spending more time together. And, yeah, I appreciate, uh, appreciate it. you guys get connected. Thanks. All right, guys. As always, uh, thank you so much for trusting us to be part of your success team. Take this and put it into action. Find one thing. There were so many nuggets coming through today. Make sure you find that one thing that you can take and implement now. And then come and let us know how it's going. Share in the Facebook group. Reach out on the show notes. Find out what's how, what we have going on that you can connect with and let us know. Because it doesn't, you know, it's cool that we know we know for a fact this is landing on ears and helping people. It's always way more rewarding when you actually let us know. So please do. And anything you should reach out here to, we'll make sure that we forward on to Mike as well. Go make the cash registers ring, go change a lot of lives and make more sales. All right, guys. Now we said stick around till the end. There'll be something for you here. And this is something that uh, we're doing for a limited time. This is not typically what we do uh, off the back of the podcast. Um, but I, I know there's a lot of you need help and people are reaching out in different ways. So I want to encourage you. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, if you want to book your calendars, right, and you want to get calendars full with motivated buyers, get qualified booked appointments. You want that to happen for you so that you can start getting in this place of scaling and growth and start having real conversations about things instead of worrying about where you're chasing your next sale and your next lead from, right? We're here to help. Okay, just book a complimentary call with our team and we'll guide you every step of the way. Find that link in the show notes, right? Book a time to talk with the team and we'll see where you're at, see what you're doing and see how we could help you get to a place of qualified booked appointments predictably and consistently so that you can start having the right conversations with the right people at the right time about the right things and make the magic happen. All right, we'll see you soon.